0: What's up, everyone? Welcome back. If you're new here, I'm Aditya Mulukuri, the host for Tats Podcast. The great feature for your bright future. Today we have our interview session with Mr. Mayur Saroj Rajput, commonly known as the Bauho guy. He's a fashion designer who took his design to New York Fashion Week and one of the contestants in Mintra Fashion Superstar. So let's know about him and... What his suggestions to future fashion designers and all. Let's start the interview right now.
1: Hi Aditya.
0: Hi bro, nice to seeing you.
1: Nice to see you too. How are you?
0: Yeah, I'm fine. What's about what about you?
1: Very well, very well. Thank you so much. I was looking forward for this interview.
0: Yeah. I
1: like the background, like it's it's very artistic. <laughs> that that all is good.
0: Yeah, thank you, for
1: Most welcome. Okay, I My think mother's I think selection. Can...
0: What? <laughs> my mother's selection.
1: Oh, so nice. I think our mothers are really creative. My mom has done such an amazing job in my house also. Yeah, they are really wow. creative. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I think Aditya, let's start.
0: Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Hello, everyone. I'm Aditya Mulkuri, the host for TATS podcast. So today we have Mr. Mayur Saroj Rajput. The man who took his design to New York Fashion Week from an Indian guy. So let's start the podcast now.
1: Yeah, Aditya, I also have to say one thing, it's fine, relax, all right. <laughs> yeah. Don't take it too seriously. like Because I don't like yeah. my classes and even my live interviews to be so serious. But yeah, yeah, relax. All right. Like take a deep breath and then let's start with this interview round. Also guys okay. from my profile, uh, in case if you're from fashion, designing background, then please stay. This live is going to be really interesting because there's going to be asking some amazing, interesting questions about the industry. So stay tuned. Yeah.
0: All yes. right. So the first question I want to like ask you is, uh, what's your life journey? Where are you from? Uh, What are your qualifications in fashion designing? So what did you study and what?
1: Okay. So I hail from the city of art, Aditya. I'm originally from Bhopal, Madhya Pradesh. And uh, it's been 11 years and practicing designing and art in Mumbai. And Mm. uh, yeah, that's about my background. And uh, I have, I hold nine years of experience in designing field. And uh, Mm. it has been a great journey because about... So, okay, I think I should tell you this first because uh, designing was never an option in my life. I wanted to pursue fine arts and uh, that's the reason I came to Mumbai. I got uh, admission at JJ School of Fine Arts, which is one of the, I think, top most famous college uh, in all over the world. But uh, Mm -hmm. fortunately, unfortunately, in the second year while studying arts, I realized that, that, you know, that stream was not for me and I was not uh, justifying with the subject. So Mm -hmm. I left it there and then and then I started my journey uh, as a fashion designer. I have done B.Sc. in Fashion Technology and Masters Mm -hmm. in Fine Arts and Mm -hmm. uh, I hold three degrees, two B.Sc. Mm -hmm. Bachelor's and one Master's and uh, yeah so basically I wanted to become an artist, I wanted to become a painter but then back then when I was in Bhopal and practicing art that time I was not sure that whether this is what exactly I want to do or not because I I think you'll relate to this because, you know, in small cities, you are not, uh, I think, exposed to such industry, especially when it comes to arts and fine art background and designing background so same happened to me when I was practicing for CET and CAT. Um, I realized that, you know, in my head, I was only thinking about fine arts because that's what I thought creativity is all about. But then when yeah. I shifted to Mumbai, I realized that, you know, creativity is such a big background and you have so many career options and, you know, studies option you can opt for. And that's how yeah. passion came in the picture. And I said, okay, I think this is my call and I think I should uh, continue with fashion now.
0: Okay. It's nice, bro. So did your education really help in your creativity in designing your clothes and what? all this stuff
1: for technical part aditya definitely see in case if you mm. want to become an engineer or a scientist mm. definitely mm. you want to know the background first then only you can mm. invent something new similarly yeah. in fashion designing you got to understand the technical part of it then only mm. you can design something new right so yeah. that's definitely there um, education plays a very important part because when you are learning fashion designing, there are so many interesting mm-hmm. subjects which involve, you know, in this uh, entire process of learning this subject, you have illustration, mm-hmm. you have history of fashion designing, you have pattern making, you have garment construction, you have uh, merchandising as well, how to handle a team and there are so many workshops also people conduct, you know, for uh, students yeah. who are pursuing yeah. designing, which are really helpful. So definitely education plays a very important part but then do not get stuck to only education because in India yeah. the designing degrees for three and four years. So when you are learning designing make sure that you are practicing the same also because without yeah. practicing then you're not going to learn anything. Only education is not enough that's what I'm trying to say. Here.
0: Yeah. So how can one succeed through fashion designing? So for example in engineering we can get into CEOs or we can Make a company so in the stream of fashion designing, how can one get success?
1: Okay, Uh, first is to understand whether you are for this industry or not. Okay, because many people uh, think that designing and especially uh, fashion is only a hobby course, which is not there anymore. Definitely, see, I'm a 90s born, all right. So back mm-hmm. then, designing used to be a hobby course for many people, but then now it has become a uh, alleged subject, alleged job industry in our country, okay? There are so many people who are launching their brands and uh, mm-hmm. international brands are also launching their collection in India. So definitely mm-hmm. it's a serious industry to work in. So people who, are, who, who would want to try their luck in designing, they first need to understand that are they creative enough to try their luck in this field, A. And B is, C. are they serious about it? Because seriousness is one thing. Like how we learn yeah. doctory because we know at the end, we are going to practice this subject, mm. doctory yeah. on a human body. Similarly, mm. clothes are the same because someone is going to wear your design. So you've got to give yeah. a complete 100% to it.
0: Yeah. So
1: And about how to, under- I think, you, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah. You also asked, I think, how people can, I think, succeed if they're pursuing yeah, yeah. designing, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. Um, This is my pro tip to everyone. Okay, not only Mm. designing, even if you are a budding influencer, and if you're trying your luck in this industry, uh, Mm. you first need to find your niche, because designing and influencing business in our country, they are overexposed. Everyone Mm. has their own idea about the same. And uh, Mm. they all want to try their luck in this industry because They people find it very easy to be honest, all right? If I can be blunt here. So people find our industry really, really easy. So they have this thing that, okay, if I'm not doing anything, I'll rather do designing. If I don't have anything to do, I'll probably just make my Instagram account and I'll become an influencer, which is not the case here. You've got to understand who you are first and find your niche. And once you know where you are good at, what is your sellable point, your niche, and then polish that part because that's going to really help you to achieve success to achieve your goals when i started yeah. influencing uh, part when i even uh, got an opportunity to be part of this reality show uh mintra fashion mm-hmm. superstar uh yeah. before that there are so many incidents which happened you know uh which mm-hmm. were not of course positive side because uh body shaming shaming for mm-hmm. my bald head shaming for my skin has been a big I think thing in my life you know I always thought that because I'm conventionally not beautiful probably people will not accept me but then that particular TV show gave me that confidence okay it's fine if you can do TV then you are good you have something in you right and yeah. post that all my followers have been so good so supportive they love mm. my content whatever I do they have always been constantly supportive you know towards my content and my work so again why I'm saying this because when you know you have something to showcase, when you know yourself, when you trust your creativity, just do it then. Mm. But in case if you're not sure, then this industry is not for you.
0: Yeah, yeah. So you, you took your design to New York Fashion Week, one of the greatest fashion show ever yeah, throughout the world. So what was your experience in taking, taking your design to there?
1: Okay, I'm not sure if you know this, but then I'm also associated with INIFT and ISGI mm-hmm. Parsons. So these mm-hmm. two international colleges, I am a visiting faculty there. I teach designing. So mm-hmm. yeah, this was the first year when uh, New York Fashion Week and INFT had a tie up and uh, they wanted Indian designers to showcase their designs there. And uh, I was one of the lucky ones from our country who got selected for this beautiful event. And yeah, it was a great experience because again, Indian market and international markets are legit different. Like there's a drastic change, you know, in terms of research, in terms of silhouettes, in terms of designing, in terms of even following the design process, it's all different. Mm. And the best part was the mentor who was mentoring all the budding designers from our country. He was helping us virtually. So we had to like, Mm. you know, wake up at the night 11 o'clock and we are virtually connecting with this fellow who was in London and then he was giving us ideas what are things you can do and uh, what kind of silhouettes you can opt for, what kind of fabrics you can choose because we also uh, had to plan our collection according to the weather right so what kind of fabrics you guys can opt for and all these things like he did a great job with us so yeah more than me I think heads off to him who maintained uh, to... Carry this beautiful virtual connection with all the designers to make the event successful.
0: <laughs> so the nowadays beard and hair growing, uh, growing too much of hair is one of the biggest fashion at present trends. But you shaved everything. So how was your experience on that thing? Uh, what's the reason you shaved there?
1: Okay, it's it's actually. Uh, Happened on a very stupid note because back then when I was see, i I'm, I'm 30 to be honest, all right. I'm not flaunting mm-hmm. my age here, but then I'm 30. So when I was like young, 20 to 23 years old, you know how people mm-hmm. they party and they end up playing this stupid game Truth and Dare. Yeah. So that happened and then while playing Truth and Dare, I always take Dare, all right. So my okay. friend, he knew that I'm obsessed with my hairstyle. So Mm. I had like nice, legit big, you know, long semi curly hair and all that thing because I was a big fan of John Abrahan that time. And uh, one of his movie came where he had this like nice long hair. So I thought, okay, I think I'll I'll do the same. But uh, my friend, I took dare and then uh, he gave me this stupid dare of shaving my head. And uh, I said, yes, okay, I'll do it because I take my dare really seriously. Like, if I, not only like truth and dare, in general, also, if you, I'm a very daring person, you can say. So, (laughs) yeah, I just shaved it off. And the first shower after shaving my head was so orgasmic, like it was out of the world, you know, because the water was touching my head. And then I'm a very spiritual person. So, when oh. you are a spiritual person, everything which is touching your soul becomes like a big part of your life. So, yeah. I felt, okay, this is it. Like, I am going to bloody shave my head now and this is going to be my uh, style, mm. signature style. And that's how it became. Mm. But definitely, it's a unique it's hereditary just... because my father... Mm. Sorry, what?
0: It's a. It became one of the best things... In your style?
1: For sure. For me, yes, it Ah. worked. (laughs) But no, apart from that, uh, Aditya, this is also hereditary in my family. My father, my grandparents also, they lost their hair. So this had Hmm. to happen. In my case, I did it like prior to the nature's call.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Became advanced.
1: Yeah, Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) So your signature style is baute, first of all.
1: What was
0: your signature style? Is bow tie, first of all,
1: yeah. Bow tie, so, yeah. Why
0: did you, yeah. Why did you pick that thing, actually? So, what's the history of bow tie? And,
1: yeah, so Adita, remember when I told you about finding your niche, mm-hmm. right? So, similarly, yeah. happened like many people when I launched my label, the Boho Guy, and then when they saw the category of accessories I was providing, especially like men's wear accessories and uh, bow tie, especially people were completely freaked out because they said yeah. after investing so much of energy, years and money, you are launching yeah. something so niche. How are you going to survive in the industry? But then I have always made sure that if I'm doing something, it has to be niche which will make me grow slow. But then at the end, when I will achieve success, I'll be the only one standing on that point. So currently yeah. I can proudly say that I have a label which which caters to men's accessories and in my category of brands which are my competitors, hai, I am the only one mm-hmm. who is surviving in this day, right? So, yeah, that yeah. was the point. Like I always go for niche market rather than going for masses because uh, at the end, I am an artist. If my work yeah. is not satisfying my soul, then I don't enjoy my work. And for me, yeah. that's the main thing. I should enjoy what I do.
0: You are the pioneer for this. Sorry? You are the pioneer for this. Yeah. <laughs> So finding inspiration and inspiring is one of the biggest things. So from where did you get your inspiration?
1: My inspiration comes from all possible things like for example your background is inspiring me so much and (laughs) definitely I am going to implement the same in one of my content you will see it very soon. So I just keep my eyes open and I get my Mm. inspiration. from life and from my daily events and I, I'm very much serious. It may sound dramatic, but then that's how I am because uh, when when studying as, as a kid when I was practicing fine arts in Bhopal. So mm-hmm. uh, I had this weird habit of copying things. I was like 16, 17 years old at that time. So mm-hmm. I always used to copy and try to implement the same, draw the same thing, design the same thing. And then I realized that, OK, if I copy, And if Mm -hmm. I'm like, you know, growing, uh, while growing up as a designer or as a creative individual, if I have this habit of copying things and when I will become professional, how will I survive in the industry? So that day and today, there is no connection from social media in terms of finding the inspiration. I do not talk to people about design. I do not watch any video on on the social media or YouTube related to my subject. I always Mm -hmm. make sure that I do a nice brainstorm. And I have a small uh, book also, my journal, where I write everything. And my whiteboard Mm. is also right here in front of me. So whenever I'm getting new ideas, I just write it down. So that I don't need to go and hunt for or look for Mm. an inspiration because I have everything with me already. Yeah. That's what I do. Mm. And I talk to people. I love talking to people. I love to explore their experiences, talk about life, talk about uh, their experiences with life, travel or read these days. This is my new, I think, uh, hobby reading. So that's what I do. And yeah, I charge my creative insight.
0: Okay. So who is your favorite fashion designer from India and from abroad international?
1: I don't have any favorite. I don't even have favorite in general. Also, if you will ask me what your what's your favorite color? I don't have any favorite color because it keeps changing. So, same happens with designers also. I respect creativity. I respect the history and the inspiration the collection is coming from. And based on that, I pick my favorite ones. Like currently, I love Sabdisachi. Your suggestions? My suggestions, actually, I can't give any suggestion on movies, especially because, uh, as I said, I don't watch anything, especially Mm. movies I don't watch. Because. uh, See, I have worked in the industry for nine years, TV industry. I used to work with Balaji and then I did two, three movies also. And then so many TVCs. I am done hmm. with uh, anything which comes on the screen because I know at that it is fake. There is okay. someone who's acting and then when especially a person like me, who's very emotional, I get attached to it. So rather like just leave it there and then I don't. But then yeah, reading is one thing I'm exploring these days yeah. and I'm loving my journey. Uh, because Mm -hmm. uh, it keeps me motivated. It keeps me alive. Mm -hmm. And uh, Mm -hmm. I, I know my genre also because while exploring books, I I figured out that I'm more inclined towards uh, books, which are uh, inspirational, which are uh, going to help you to improve the Mm -hmm. person you are and the person you can be a few practice. And uh, my favorite book, I think, uh, you can hear which I'm reading currently because this is really helping me to grow. It's by Louis Hay. And the second one, which I'm going to start after this, is uh, Believe and Receive. Who
0: is your uh, favorite actor who, shows fashion, uh, who shoots anything on him in Bollywood?
1: I don't like anyone from Bollywood, to be honest. <laughs> I'm not sure. Because as I said, see, because I don't have any favorite color, I mean, I don't have anything favorite as such, you know, which is like, uh, mm-hmm. permanent in my life apart from Sushmita same because I'm obsessed with her. But uh, otherwise, mm-hmm. there is nothing like permanent in my life and especially in terms of actors in our country, I'm not sure if I like any, but then yeah, I adore, uh, there are international actors like uh, the one who was there in 365IN movie. Uh, Michael Mm. Moron. I think that's his name. Uh, He's really Mm. good at his craft. He's quite intelligent and uh, very, I mean, a nice person who can hold a conversation. So that is a great thing. In India, if I talk about artists, I like artists like Nasruddin Shasar. I like, uh, Mm. there is one more from uh, the Marathi movie industry who was there in the recent movie, recent series. He was hmm. Atul Kulkarni. He's a great artist.
0: Yeah, so I yeah, I
1: don't like the commercial people. I like little offbeat kind of uh, artist in terms of acting and art.
0: Yeah. So, what are the suggestions you give when a man or person comes to you about his fashion journey or career?
1: Okay. There is only one situation, Aditya, which I actually started my interview with, you know, when we started, I said that first, understand if you are really for this industry or not, because there are so many people who are just joining designing because they think it's easy. But it's not because when you join, you'll come through how difficult it is to survive in today's time when fashion is overexplored, when so many job opportunities are coming in the market. And uh, there are so many like people launching their label on almost everyday basis but then at the same time they are shutting down the business also because there are Mm -hmm. so many options already available in the market right so if you if you don't have your niche if you don't have something really really unique to give it to your consumer then you won't be able to survive in this industry so that is very important to understand what are you Mm -hmm. i mean going to do in the future and what is your niche and accordingly plan your future
0: okay So, what are
1: the toughest challenges? Yeah, okay. I think that's a great question. Ask me, ask me, ask me.
0: What are the toughest challenges you faced in coming to this career?
1: My challenges.
0: Hmm.
1: I think shifting from Mumbai, Bhopal to Mumbai was a challenge thing because I was in my own city with my family. But then when I came to Mumbai, my life drastically changed. But uh, yes. I managed to survive in the industry and I had given myself uh, a better lifestyle. So that's a great thing. Mm. Uh, apart from that, challenging was, uh, see, I'm a very closeted guy mm. when it comes to approaching people, when I, when, I, when it comes to talking to people, I used to be not now, but then yeah, I used to be a very introverted person. But then I have yeah. worked on myself and now I can talk to anyone because yeah. uh, when you are from the media, when you are working in the media or fashion background, you know on everyday basis you will be meeting so many people and you'll have to talk to them. Because, yeah. uh, and especially nowadays when social media plays a very important part, whatever you are showing yeah. on the social media, people expect the same thing on the offline business as well. Which is not the real yeah. life. Because on social media, yeah. I chose to show a, a bit of me. But then in real, mm. uh, real life, I am more than that. Right. So it's very important to maintain that as well. That's very important. And apart from this, this, I think, uh, do your research time to time, be Mm. like updated about what is happening in your industry. It's not only about fashion, but then even if you're pursuing engineering or doctory or whatever XYZ field, you mm-hmm. got to understand what is happening in your industry on an everyday basis so that at least if someone is talking to you, you can hold a conversation and also you know what is happening because that's going to help you to achieve success, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So
1: that's one suggestion.
0: <laughs> so you said I believe in spirituality, right? So I how that spiritual? Yeah. Yeah. So how that spirituality helped you helping you.
1: It has helped me to become a better person a because now I know myself, now I know what I want from life. And mm. as well as there were so many, I mean, see, spiritual practice is not related to, I think, uh, become a better person for sure. But then because there are mm. certain uh, practice and uh, I think, uh, I think practice is the right word which you can do while practicing spirituality which will help you to build your confidence, which will help you to build a better relation with your family, a better relation with Mm -hmm. your friends. And then when everything is on point, everything is sorted, eventually you will live your life happily. And when you are happy from within, you will give you hundred percent at your work. When you will give you hundred percent at your work and what you are doing, definitely you Mm -hmm. will earn a lot of money because you're doing a great job and appreciation and when you are getting appreciated for your work, definitely you will be like a happy soul. So, it's yeah. like a never ending journey. You need to like, keep practicing spirituality. Uh, I'm sorry, yeah. you need to keep practice yeah. this, then only uh, you will achieve. And also, it's a hard deal to achieve because not uh, yeah. at one night or one practice, you'll be like a pro because yeah. uh, you have to sacrifice a lot of things. A, you have to give to Learn. Read about,
0: about it because
1: that's the same question. I think I would like to answer this once you are done with your questions, Aditya. Uh, There's again a glitch. We'll have to wait for. We'll have to wait for a few seconds. This is something major. Yeah, Adi. I think we are back. I am really sorry for uh, this uh, glitch. I'm not sure if it is from your end or my end, but then it's quite irritating. I can totally understand that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So I think I'm I'm done with my answer about spiritual practice.
0: Yeah, Yeah. So you are in your profile, you are doing both influencing, blogging and designing. So how can you differentiate these three in your perspective?
1: It's all interconnected it's all creativity. Mm -hmm. And you should never actually even differentiate your work. Because when I create content, it's related to creativity. When I design, it is creativity. When I teach, Mm -hmm. I teach designing, which is creativity. So creativity is the base which is letting me flow in all three directions. And it's all interconnected, to be honest. It's all interconnected. Because when you are learning designing, you get introduced to so many subjects. So these three subjects are one of them. What I'm doing as a bowtie designer is construction of a bowtie, which is related to my education, which I have done when I'm teaching. Mm. So that's again related. And when I'm influencing as a content creator, whatever I've learned in my designing, it is helping me to even create good content. So yeah, Mm. it's all interconnected, I feel.
0: Okay. so. You have added women's fashion also in your style.
1: Yeah, it, it's called yeah. androgyny. So, yes, androgyny what's the reason in adding
0: it? Yeah, What's the reason in
1: adding it? No, so I, I am someone who likes to explore and uh, I think extend the palette because uh, I get bored very yeah. easily. So even with food, I'm a vegetarian guy, but then just because i explored my vegetarian palate i became non vegetarian for a while because i wanted to like explore more in terms of food similarly in terms of mm. fashion i got bored of men's silhouette and men's wear so i thought okay let me try something in the men's wear and i started and then i got hooked to it somehow like that became my identity and also my comfort so i said okay why not this so yeah. androgynous fashion is one thing i am really obsessed with
0: So, as a fashion designer, what are the particular fabrics you use uh, in your designs?
1: I don't use it. It's like a blank canvas, Baba. When I'm designing something, I I am blank. I don't know what I'm going to do. It becomes like a very good therapy when I'm designing because or any designer for that matters, okay? Because when you are Mm. a designer, you need to be like Mm. a baby every time after finishing one assignment. Like how babies are, when you introduce a baby to something new, they get excited first, then they do their research because they are exploring, right? Then they have a conclusion and then they either Mm. screw it or they create something great out of it. So it's a journey of a baby Mm. who doesn't know about the subject. Similarly, when I'm designing something, I first take out everything I have in my brain. I become silent, Mm. I become empty and then I start designing. So that every time when I'm doing my research, I can again go to that level of extent so that I can create something unique. That's A mm. and uh, mm. B is again, I'm saying the niche thing that that matters to me a lot. Like if I'm not creating something which is going to satisfy my soul. I just chuck it off. Mm. I discard my designs.
0: Okay. So what are the like kind or backstage jobs for fashion designers?
1: There is a lot happening in our country. Apparently, uh, design industry is one industry which still uh, Mm -hmm. is working, even in the quarantine and lockdown situation, when we have so many industry people losing their job and everything. But then designing is what part I think it was running. Talk about brands Mm -hmm. like RGO or Mintra or any XYZ brand is selling online to construction to even designers. Everyone Mm. is designing, everyone is purchasing. So that's one Mm. thing which I feel designing is really good at uh, because that's a requirement. It has become like a very uh, basic essential for you, designing and lifestyle. So I feel this is a great industry to explore. Right from the beginning, even when you are a startup or a student, you can do backstage styling or backstage work for your experience and then later you can either work under or in turn under a designer or a retail brand depends on your liking then uh, yeah you have so many opportunities in design <laughs> so okay just part- one minute aditya sumedha yeah. i am your biggest fan by the way <laughs> my friend is here <laughs> okay all right okay
0: if a person uh, designed something he don't know any fashion knowledge or anything so he picked some uh, inspiration and started designing. So what he want, need to do? Uh, what are the next steps he wanted to do to showcase his design?
1: I didn't get your Is it about designing? Like if you don't know how to design, so how you can uh, design? Yeah. Uh,
0: a normal person got inspired and designed something on uh, some separate clothes or somewhat. Uh. So what is, what is the next step he need to do uh, to take his, Design to showcase.
1: Oh, no, 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 no. See, I, I'm I'm telling you again, that the formal education is very important, okay? Because there are so many people that uh, they mm-hmm. are just launching their brands and labels on social media without having any formal education in designing, okay? So people yeah. who are trying to do this, first, you need to shut your business, join a college, learn designing, and then follow this process again. Because <laughs> that's going to be really helpful for you. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, no. Yeah, I mean, come on. I mean, tomorrow, what if I just wake up and I say I want to operate an operation on someone, just because I want to yeah. become a doctor? I can't do it, right? Same to designing. <laughs> you need to learn designing first, and you yeah. need to be first creative because I can teach you technical part of this field. I cannot give you <laughs> designing. I cannot yeah. tell you how to get inspiration if you're not a creative individual. You're not relate to it, right?
0: Yeah. So my final question is, so what are the suggestions you give to uh, a beginner, fashion designer, upcoming designers?
1: Okay. The only suggestion which I I always give to my students as well, that just be you because this industry is toxic. Fashion (laughs) looks really beautiful, really fancy when you are not into it, when you're not working in the industry, but then definitely this is one of the toxic industry. And you being sane is going to Mm. give you success, which is going to be really helpful for you to achieve your goals. And also, Mm. uh, you will meet a lot of people who will look very promising, very helpful, they will become your friends. But then yeah, be selective, know yourself better than you try to know someone else. That's the key to sustain (laughs) in this industry. And, uh, yeah, that I think you'll be able to survive. And B is, again, understand who you are, because if you really, really, really think that you are creative and you want to work in this industry, and after learning fashion, you want to launch your own boutique or brand, then only do it. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, don't do it. Don't do it.
0: Yeah. So, one of the questions from me, for myself, like, some, some may have benefited by this, So, I I love fashion blogging, so what are the suggestions you give to me to take this to next step?
1: Okay, I think this is also related to designing as well as this is going to be helpful for bloggers, like budding bloggers and influencers, first is see, influencer word is not only for people who are having like millions and likes and thousands of followers on the social media, Like, for Mm -hmm. example, now you are having an interview round with me. I'm sure there are many people who are getting inspired by you, right? So you are also an influencer. So the first thing is the moment you come on the social media, you become a part of influencing industry. A, even if you have only one follower, okay? But then if that one follower is coming to you for inspiration, Mm -hmm. it means you are an influencer, okay? That's one thing. So you need Mm -hmm. to be like really sure what kind of content you are putting on the social media, because there are people looking at you. A. B yeah. is, uh, do not, like, you know how it happens, like I said, I used to copy a lot of things when I was a student. And also like that John brand story, how I started uh, playing with the length of my hair that time, because I was getting influenced by someone. I was obsessed yeah. with that personality. Okay. So in a way, uh, what I'm trying to say here is when you are deciding that you want to try your luck in the blogging and influencing industry, first is to first again, delete everything which is there in your brain and understand who you mm. are as a person. Because if you are mm. not creating pure content, genuine content, and if you are not telling your consumers that this is me, then people will not like mm. it because again, influencing businesses, like the moment you open your Instagram, there are 10 people, there are 10, 15 options, like right there in front of you. Right. Which one to see, which yeah. one to look at, which one is really inspiring you till the, till the core is a uh, very yeah. important thing to understand. Because what will happen in a way, there are so many people looking at people, you know, so many influencers on social media and they try to copy the same. Okay. Yeah. I receive so many stupid messages. I'm not even kidding on almost everyday basis. They, they message me that, okay, uh, Mayur, I really like your style and I want to dress up like you. And I'm, yeah. you know, I do this, like, please don't do it. Because my <laughs> job as an influencer is to give you ideas. I do not want yeah. to create my replicas. Are you getting it? So yeah. if you want to try your luck in influencing business, first is to again understand what is your niche as a person, what yeah. you as a person stands for, and then polish yeah. that part of you. Rather than being yeah. someone else and try to be someone else. Yeah. The more organic you will be, the more people will love you.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So, two questions I saw from comment session. Okay. So, as a blogger, how do you, uh, I mean, how do you handle the negativities
1: from the followers? I don't give a damn about it. Hmm. I don't actually think much about it because see, Uh, Very recently, I was watching a video, it was someone else's reel, okay, which came on my Explore feed, Mm. very beautifully, she said that, okay, this person is definitely commenting negative on your feed, okay, on your Mm. picture, but then to take that comment seriously is your choice, right? If you're taking Mm. it seriously, definitely it's going to, you know, affect you mentally. If you're not taking it seriously, just let it go, it's okay. Because I know it. See, I'm not serving to masses. Looking at me bald, wearing hat, wearing fancy clothes, having a tattoo so many on the body, on the face as well. I know people will not accept me and I'm fine with it. It's fine. I don't create content for you. I create content because I love it.
0: So what are the five essentials? (laughs) So that's what my thinking process is. Yeah,
1: it's true. What? What are the five uh, main essentials? But basically we need to have in our wardrobe. Men's essentials, yeah. Oh, oh, this is actually not for only men. I think uh, being Uh an androgynous person, uh, Mm -hmm. a black suit is must in your wardrobe because it can really help you to sort out so many events, beat party, beat evening, beat any formal event as well, or a reception party, you can wear or style your black suit in many ways white Mm -hmm. shirt and a blue denim is must in your wardrobe because again that's a classic combination I feel and uh, in case if you don't have then invest like on a right fitted well fitted denim because uh, I mean blue Mm -hmm. is love Uh, so that's one thing. In terms of footwear more than uh, buying expensive footwear invest Mm -hmm. on the products which helps you to keep your footwear neat because in India, I have seen people spend so much money on the footwear and accessory part, but then they don't know how to take care of it, you know. So what yeah. I do is whenever I purchase a footwear, for example, if this leather is not for the Indian weather, so I buy the product also, which is going to help me to take care of the footwear, because that is essential for me. If i are not taking care of right. my footwear, then I don't go out. It has to be clean and tidy. And yeah, but then yeah, brogues and formal wear has to be there in a wardrobe. Again, uh, a casual footwear. If you are a sneaker person, sneaker. Go for sports if you're Mm. a sporty person. Depends on your personality. And uh, also invest on watches. Like if you have a great collection of watches or even a watch, like for example, for me, the one which I have the vintage watch is my love. Mm. I mean, that has also become my identity now. Whenever I'm going out, I make sure I wear that watch. So I think uh, these are four. Five fifth one is going to be uh invest on sunglasses because yeah, again that's one thing i i'm really obsessed with frames or sunglasses mm-hmm. whatever you're comfortable in go for it apart from the clothes because clothes i have explained you what kind of clothes yeah, I, can go yeah. for. I have How one can question not? which i like in front of my skin uh, screen right now which is the hat my hat is from forever 21 Okay. So happy to learn something from you after college, days. Thank you so much, the style hogger. Then uh, the basic one we explained and uh, yeah. All right, guys, uh, firstly, uh, let's end this live with one really interesting thing. In case if I missed your hi and hello, guys, so I was not being rude just because I was indulged in answering these beautiful questions asked by Aditya. So I could not see the comment section, a big hi. And flying kisses to everyone whoever said hi to me, and I hope you enjoyed the live session with Aditya. Now Aditya, since it's your live, I give you the platform to talk. <laughs> That's why you're the cutest man on in Instagram. <laughs> thank you so much, man. <laughs>
0: so bro, thank you so much for having in my interview. It was really thank great. You. It was a pleasure, uh, Adi, and great best opportunity
1: for your future.
0: Yeah. okay bro thank you so much all
1: right thank you so much bye everyone bye take care
0: bye bro